Hey, Maggie. Hey, what? Why couldn't the teddy bear eat his lunch? I don't know. <laughs> because he was stuffed. I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Engage, a family gaming podcast. This is episode 169, and I am your host, Stephen Dutzman, as always. This is the official video game and board game podcast for EngageFamilyGaming.com. EFG is a website where parents like myself and my co-host come together to give everyone the information they need to get their family game on. This week, Linda's back. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Linda's back. You, do, you weren't expecting <laughs> me to just throw it right at you, were you? I was not prepared Totally caught you off board. <laughs> so, Linda's back. We're here talking about board games. Um... Linda had a couple of weeks off. The scheduling has been super weird. You've been busy because you're building a new house inside your house. Pretty um, much. Also, uh, getting ready for you're a teacher, so you get to do all the mid year stuff, the the conferences, the report cards, the all that shenanigans. Oh, it's um, so much fun. I'm Everybody sure it's. Do it. I'm sure it's super fun. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm good. Um, also. Uh, I've been recording at really super weird hours, and I can't expect you to be up recording at 11 p.m. on a school night. Yeah, no, um, I get five fifteen. Uh, so yeah, no. exactly. So we ain't gonna do that. So, uh, so, but welcome back. Thank um, you. So, um, yeah, this has been a crazy week. Next week, when Amanda comes back from GDC, man, do we have some stuff to talk about, Linda? We, Google had like they announced a, a new like console thing, that Stadia thing. Did you hear about Stadia? I Google did not. Stadia. I have been so like focused on all like schoolwork stuff that yeah. I have no idea of all the announcements that have just happened. Okay, so Google basically announced a new thing. It's a big deal. You'll hear about it next week uh, okay. when you listen to the podcast because I won't yeah. make you be on the episode because you would. Oh, be, thank you. You'll just fall asleep because uh, <laughs> it'll just be me and Amanda kind of freaking out. Um, and Nintendo had an had an indie showcase yesterday, so um, bunch of stuff, including a rhythm action Zelda game. So we're gonna talk about that next week. But this okay. week, um, we're going to talk about small games. Specifically, now you might be wondering, are we talking small like simple? No, we're literally talking small games. Linda, I don't think anyone could imagine why we would possibly be talking about small games right now. But it's just, it's a coincidence, I think. It's just purely coincidental. There's no, nothing on the calendar Nothing coming up in April, no vacations, nothing that coincides with vacations, nothing like that. Nothing. No holidays, No nothing. Just, <laughs> this is all about, we just want to talk about games that are small um, and might fit into small things. So um, that's our topic today. We, um, because I've been so busy dealing with video game stuff and Linda has been so busy adulting, um... <laughs> we don't. We have not been able to play any board games. Um, we did do some really awesome unboxings, which are actually up on our YouTube channel. Um, we unboxed Twinit uh, from GameRight and Origins by Flavor Faction, um, and we unboxed an entire booster box of the uh, Transformers trading card game. Um, now, by itself, kind of, you know, like. It's just, you know, just opening cards, right? But what was crazy about it is that Meggie, um, and this is what everybody needs to see it, she was pulling out the cards and reading them, and some of the cards that she was reading were insane. Um, 
let me get some of the cards here. Because let me tell you some of the words that she was reading unprompted. Primary laser. Uh, enforcement batons. Oh my. Um, she read field communicator. Wow. Um, she screwed up Energon sling- Slingshot. I'll give her a break because Energon's not a real word. But like, uh, Reckless Charge. Like when you're six and you're reading Reckless without... Oh, improvised was the one that really caught me off guard. When you're reading the word improvised at six, you're too damn smart to be my kid. I think. Or is that like on route? Is that Am I am I unimpressed? Am I impressed no, for in, no reason? No, be impressed. Be impressed. <laughs> You should be impressed with those words. Those are not first grade words. Yeah, it was uh, it was crazy. Like, I was expecting, like, oh, this will be cute. She'll read the card. And not only did she do it, but she was, like, relentless because you know who she is. She yes. would not stop. I was like, honey, it's okay. You don't need to read every card. Nope, she was going to read every one. So she just sat there with, her, with the, the pack in her little hand, fling, primary lasers, and she was just so proud of herself. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I can't. She's not going to do that with magic cards because there are more packs in the magic cards and more cards in each pack. So we would literally be sitting there for three hours. Um, It would be intense, but (laughs) the Transformers cards we can do. So if you're interested in seeing how insane that was, um, definitely head on over to uh, the Engage Family Gaming YouTube channel um, and take a look. It's called Engage Family Gaming Sunday Night Unboxing. Um, So... Why don't we just get right into our topic? I think that's a great idea. So I told you that we should probably think of a couple games for the topic today. And so because you are on brand at all times, you made a list of about 20, correct? Something like that. So we so we, we carved some of them out, folks, um, because Linda doesn't do anything halfway. Like, you know, <laughs> no, we, should, we should redo the kitchen. Nope, let's just tear the whole house apart. And rebuild it from the ground up, more or less. Um, that's and so uh, when I say let's find a two, you know, let's find a handful of small games. We got a lot of them, so we're gonna go through, and um, you know, we're just gonna start at the beginning and go through them. And if we run out of time, we run out of time. How's that sound, Linda? I think it's a great idea. <laughs> Either way, everybody listening is gonna get some really good ideas. So, um, but before we go do that, I do want to take a moment to thank everybody for listening. Um, we do want to make our podcast more interactive. So please feel free to reach out to us on social media um, or uh, message us specifically, message us on the Facebook page. Um, and our community manager, Jeff, will be sure to get us the feedback and we'll likely incorporate it into future episodes of the podcast. We want to make everything better. So uh, tell us how you want it. Um, okay, now that we did the housekeeping. Linda, why don't you yes. start? Okay. So I'm going to start off with a family favorite. Um, it is called Hoagie. And I know we've brought, talked about this before. We also have a review of it on the site. Um, it is a super cute sandwich building game. Um, it is by Monkey, ba- Monkey Beak Games. Excuse me. Um, and basically you are trying to build a complete sandwich with two pieces of bread, meat, cheese, and lettuce. Okay. And you are, it's a little bit of a gotcha element of it. As you're trying to build your sandwiches, you also have spoiled food cards that you play on your opponent. Yep. So the goal is to try to build a complete sandwich without anybody spoiling your pieces. So very simple. It's a game for ages five and up. And it's just quick, easy. It's a little uh, rectangular box. 
that's got a sandwich um, painted on it or printed on it's it. It's really. got the sandwich paint. It's got the sandwich on it, and then like the actual word hoagie is made up of food pieces. Yeah. So cartoony food pieces it's and the gross. little spoiled ones the oogies on them are, are super like they're kind of gross but they're cute gross yeah absolutely all so. right so that's the first one all right i will go to mine um and realistically i can't um go into this without talking about sushi go you no, know what i mean it's a must um it is like it's a requirement i mean in this category, at least, it is a small. And there are bigger versions. I mean, we know Sushi Go Party is a thing, but realistically, Sushi Go, the original, it comes in a very small tin. It is very inexpensive, and there is a lot of easy to teach game in there. Um, it's also freaking adorable. Like, I want a cartoon that is just all the little sushis from Sushi Go doing their thing. Oh my goodness, that would be so cute. I'd watch that. I would watch that on Netflix. That's that feels like a Netflix original, doesn't it? It does. It yeah. really does. Um, so, yeah, Sushi Go, it's a drafting game, but it's a drafting game. A lot of times, I think, people hear drafting games, and they assume that they are harder than they are, you know? Um, but I think it really is, like, while you're explaining Sushi Go, it feels like it's going to be a little complicated. You really just have to sit down and, like, just do it. Yeah. But literally, if you do it twice, you understand the game. Oh, okay, you just pass a stack to the left or the right. And whoever hands you stuff, you pick something, and then you continue to pass it. And right. once you do it, like, twice, you're like, oh, okay, we can do this forever. And then, you know, you might struggle with the point scoring and all that in your first game, but, like, no big deal. Like, you can just play another one. Because the game is fast, especially if everybody's kind of concentrating a little bit. Um, I think this has got to be, you know, one of the top two or three on this list, which is why we listed it second. But I'm a huge sure. fan I think this is, this is required playing. You know, any family any family that wants a decent board game collection, I feel like this is one that has to be in it. Yes, absolutely. All right, what you got next? So I've got one of the new ones that we got to see at Toy Fair from yeah. Peaceable Kingdom, Tic Tac Surprise. So this is okay. a... Um, Basically, it's it's taking the game Tic-Tac-Toe and adding a really neat spin on it and making it a little more interesting. Again, really small packaging, um, a small little um, rectangular box, um, and it's got the board in it, and there's three iter- versions of it. There's a unicorn and fairy one, there's a cat and dog version, and there's a donut version. And okay. so with, with whatever version, there's special features on it, and... Those special features allow you to use that card to put it on top of something else. So if a space is taken, now you can actually play and use that space. And so it really changes the the gameplay because spaces are not gone forever anymore. So okay. it's a kind of a neat little spin on it. And that's a game. I think it's either five for ages five and up or six and up. It's, you know, for the littler guys. But something quick and easy you could put on a little table. Um, easy to travel with to grandma's house or auntie's house or whatever for holidays that might be coming up or again small packaging that is convenient for when you need small things oh absolutely i totally get it um yeah it's it's, these these games man the, the, the the different varieties and I mean, the good news is we have them, so we're going to be unboxing them on our YouTube channel yeah. this the end of this week, so we'll be able to really show you. But, man, these things are so adorable, and they're very tiny. Um, yep. 
I you know what when they when the shipment came like I don't know what it was but it felt like they were smaller than they were even at Toy Fair. Oh okay yeah I mean they seemed pretty tiny even on the giant rack of Toy Fair so to hear that they seem even smaller is impressive. Yeah I mean I'm it could be that I'm just stupid right like <laughs> I, but they felt smaller um maybe it's because there was just like a bunch of them all like next to each other because like even, like the pile of six really didn't feel overwhelming um they're nice they're light very easy to like throw in a purse or a backpack or a diaper bag and just go and um adorable and the fact that there's like different themes and stuff man yeah i, I agree I, I, this is this is i feel like this is one of those things that i'm gonna want to play even though it's really not targeted for old dudes like me no, but it's one of those, like, I'm even thinking, you, you ha once you have it, you stick it in your bag, you bring it to a restaurant. How many restaurants have the little placemats where you sit and play tic-tac-toe? Oh, yeah. No, this is so much and, th This is so much better than that. You know, and it's going to be a tiny space because it's not a big – the playmat is super small. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, so. I agree. So that's Tic-Tac Surprise. Um, and, yeah, no, that's from Peaceable Kingdom. It's so good. Um, Love Letter is next. Man, Love Letter. What can I have you played Love Letter? Have we played this I, game together? I have played Love Letter. I have played Loot Letter, which is the Munchkin theme one, and I've actually played a mashup of both. Whoa. Love Letter and Loot Letter mixed together into one deck. Okay. Um I'll be which interested. Was yeah. So I'll bet. <laughs> so Love Letter is a it's a sixteen card card game. So um the idea is um, you are trying to pass a note, like a love note, to the princess. And the goal is to get as close to her as you can. And that's all represented by, like, the values on the cards. Um, the higher the value, the closer you got to the princess. Um, and, you know, if you, at the end of a given round, succeed in having the highest, car highest valued card in your hand... Um, then you were close enough and you get a token of affection and you can, you just, that's it. And then you play the round again you, and you play to a certain, until a certain person gets you know, however many points based on the number of players. This game is super easy to f teach. Um, there, it has been reskinned so many different times. Mm -hmm. um, there's a Batman version and a Lord of the Rings version and a Hobbit version and an Adventure Time version. Now, all of them are the same like rules, right? Like the, right. that's the one disappointment that I have. Like I bought Batman Love Letter hoping that it would have some twist, uh, but it doesn't have one. It's, it's just, just Love a Letter um, with different art, <coughs> and you know it comes in a nice box. I like that. Um, but it's, you know, there's nothing particularly new or interesting about it, um, other than it's got Batman on it. Yeah. Um, but it's really cool. It's really fun. It's simple. Um, very easy to teach because literally the game is draw one and discard one and do whatever it says. And everything's written on the cards so you don't exactly. have to memorize anything. And some of the sets, the some of the love letter versions and the loot letter version, and I'm sure other versions also come in a bag, so mm -hmm. it's super tiny. Again, another thing perfect for throwing in a backpack or purse or something. Um, I have been known to have it in my purse for just random like downtime. Okay. So it's really portable. No, I, I absolutely yeah. So that's love letter. Um, it's also super cheap. Yes. Can't really turn $10. down the fact that, yeah, it's less than 10 bucks, So it's great. The nicer versions are like 15 but yeah, 15 to 20 but yeah. Really good. All sure. right, next on the list. 
is one that um, has become a personal favorite of mine. It's on my short list of like top five games, which is called Sky Joe. Um, the publisher, I believe it's pronounced uh, Magellano. I'm not quite sure if the pronunciation's right, but that's my best try. Um, but Sky Joe is, it's a card game where you are putting down a field of 16 cards for each player and they are all face down. And you have to draw a card and then decide what you're going to trade from what's in front of you. Um, you do start the game with three cards you're going to randomly turn face up, and the goal is to have the lowest score at the end of the round. The round ends when one player has all their cards face up, and the cards value from negative two to 12. Okay. Um, and it's just, it's a really simple game to play. It's played over a number of rounds, and I think the game ends when the first player reaches 100 points. Okay. So... It's it's rated age eight and up. It can support two to eight players, which you don't see a lot of eight player count um, games. And the box is actually relatively small considering that it's okay. just a deck of cards. And even though it's eight and up, I've had my youngest play it, and he's six. It's not complicated math. Um, and with the kids, we actually just simplified it. We just did one round, and whoever won the round, the game was over. And that was a super easy scaling. But for such a simple game, it's this is one um, we played it for the first time over the summer on vacation, and it was an instant hit. Just everybody loved it. It was v- very easy to learn. Okay. Um, and awesome. just really engaging. And it takes like maybe twenty to thirty minutes to play a full round, a full game. Awesome. So that's yeah. So it's Sky yeah. Joe is how you is how we say it. That's how I've heard it pronounced from other people. So sounds good enough to me. Um. <laughs> I mean, I, I do really like the – I mean, it's just so bright and colorful. Yeah. And um, it's really cool. We didn't realize it at first. The colors on the cards, the cards are blue, um, green, yellow, and red. They actually color code them based on, like, how helpful they are to you. So the blue cards are the most valuable. The red cards are the least. The negative cards are blue. The green cards are the lowest value. The medium value are the yellow, and the high value are red. So it, it's just kind of neat that they've – chosen the colors to support how valuable they are to you yeah our, my, that is kind of cool it's kind of neat we didn't even notice it at first and like i think it was the second time we played we're like wait a minute <laughs> so it was a very subtle thing yeah but i i mean i dig it I, I, the, the, okay so on amazon the staged picture is a little much but i i, <laughs> I mean I, i'm down um yeah also you know i, I mean this this does look fun. I can't wait to play this with you guys. So yeah, we definitely bring it out. And right now it's on Amazon for under thirteen dollars. Yeah. So, so and it cheap. tends to be pretty inexpensive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, worst case is twenty bucks, but I doubt you'd ever pay that amount on Amazon. No. Um. Okay. So next, I'm just going to talk about the entire hap- the entire Happy Planet line all at once. <laughs> so it's like Happy Salmon, Funky Chicken, Monster Match, and soon to be the Dirty Pig game, like. Any of these games are perfectly acceptable for all ages. Um, I think maybe Happy Salmon and Funky Chicken need to be in an environment where they're being played by people who are a little bit outgoing. So if you're like all really shy and don't like, you know, having fun, (laughs) um, maybe skip out (laughs) on those. Um, But man, Happy Salmon and Funky Chicken are so good. Monster Match is an amazingly cool game, especially for younger kids that might be missing out on other games. Um, and, you know, Dirty Pig, it's not out yet, but it will be... Did they say by summer? 
It, June, I believe, was the June. release month. So, so, so it's coming helpful soon. For April, not helpful for now, but for keeping on keeping it down, uh, keeping it in mind down the line. Um, these games are all great, and they are perfect for our purposes today because they are small and interesting. And the bags make them exceedingly portable and easy to transport, and also very cute if it is displayed. Yeah, exactly, and it means that your uh, kid has a friend. There you go. So, uh, what else you got? I'm going to jump over to Spot It uh, by Blue Orange Games. And that's another one that's got a lot of different iterations um, that you can find for it. Yeah, it Uh, does. We we have Spot It Jr. in our house. Okay. um, That might have been given to us several years ago by a certain furry creature that comes every spring and leaves things in baskets. Um, So, that came into our house that way. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And it's just, it's so cute. It's a small tin, a small um, cylinder tin, cylindrical tin, and all they're doing is matching. And the nice thing with this game is there are some different variants within the game on how you can match it and different rules on the way the cards are laid out or um, just different different gameplay rules. If there's three a field of three to pick from that you're trying to match or two or just flip over one at a time or two cards at a time and use those two. So there's some nice little variants you can find with these within the gameplay. Um, they've got the Spot It Junior, which is for the littlest ones. They've got regular Spot It. There's um, shape ones. There's there's a bunch that you can find. Yeah. So uh, we have a New England Patriots one oh, that geez. we picked up. So I mean, so that means if there's that, then there's probably one there's for everybody. Yeah. Numbers um, and shapes. Um, there's actually a hipster version that has come out. Oh, Finding Lord. Dory. On the road, I mean, there's just they've they've done a ton of different variants just to make it interesting. So you can find something that catches your interest. Oh yeah, absolutely. Interest. You should be able to get this. Uh, my my daughter's favorite is the Shopkins one. Mm-hmm. Um, she absolutely loves that thing, and it's it I mean again, it comes in this super tiny tin. Um, and the tin is nice. It doesn't just pop open in like the backpack. Oh yeah, it's a really decent tin. I mean. Okay, I mean, if you beat it to beat it to hell, well, that's like but, anything. <laughs> so, like, but don't beat it to hell. Just beat it up a little bit, um, because you know, even gentle use, even harsh use, really. Um, I'm just saying, it's not going to survive, like you know, getting run over by a car. Um, well, not okay. much does. Yeah, fair, fair. So, <laughs> so that's spotted. I want to talk about zombie dice. This is one of those things. Like, zombie dice is one of those games that was. It was actually one of the first. Um, board games that we picked up and um, you know I, I, I knew Steve Jackson games and you know it sounded like it was going to be interesting and it's one of those games that always sneaks its way out like we mm-hmm. it's just always around we're always you know like um, it's one of Jake's favorite games because it's simple it's easy we have all the expansions we even bought the uh, deluxe um because by default, it comes on like a cardboard tube. But you can buy a deluxe one that's like plastic with a screw top. Um, we have that. We bought both of the expansions, the school bus and the triple feature like movie one. Um, it's But even without that, it is such a simple game. Um, some people are like, well, it's zombies, so that makes it a little dark. I'm like, yeah, but not really because it's abstracted enough that you understand what's happening. And everybody knows what a zombie is. And, right, and honestly, the picture on the box is the scariest part. the The dice are very basic; like they're just very simplistic. The pictures aren't scary at all. 
It, yeah, no, exactly. Like, this is meant to be super goofy and abstracted. Um, the idea is it's a push-your-luck dice game. You pull X number, I think it's five dice, right? Yeah. Um, and you roll them, and um, you... Uh, the idea is if it's a brain, then that's a point. Um, if it is a blast, that means you got shot by the by the humans. Um, and if it's feet, that means that your target ran away. Um, you have the choice to bank immediately, which means you eat the brains and everybody goes away and those are the points you get. Or you can push your luck and get more, which means you put aside the brains and the gunshots and you re-roll both the feet because they ran away plus you have to pull however many dice out of the box um, and roll that many. Um, the trick is as soon as you get to three shots, you're done. Um, and even if you have like 12 zombie brains or, you know, brains right there, if you get the third shotgun... It's over. Um, mm-hmm. So you really have to kind of balance it, and you can be conservative. You can, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can do it. Um, but it's so, it's just so fun and easy. Um, very small, fits in just about anything. Big fan. Can't recommend Zombie Dice enough. Okay. Well, we can go to another one that has sort of a, it's a silly theme, but some people think it's a little macabre. And my kids love Exploding Kittens. I think Exploding Kittens is fine. It's, I mean, it's so silly and it's one of those, it's, it's just goofy. The artwork on it is just ridiculous. Um, And the rules are so simple. It's one that you can teach somebody that isn't even, you know, isn't used to playing anything complex. It's a very simple game. It's basically a, a play your cards. You end your turn by drawing. And if you get the exploding kitten, if you can't defuse it, you're done. You're eliminated. That's it. Very that's it it's so simple there is not a hand limit there is not a limit on what you can put down it's just play what's in your hand stop as much as you want hold on to as many cards as you want but you have to draw a card at the end of your turn unless there's a card there are some cards that let you not do that which is advantageous um and it's just silly you can gather some sets there's some different variants of if you gather so many of the same card of just the regular cat cards you can do some special things um and that's something you can add in as the players get more proficient, but we generally play it the simplest version. Yep. So it makes it easier for the younger kids to play. Yeah. And they get a, have a blast playing it. And this is also made by the oatmeal. So like this is, you know, we know that it's funny. This is meant to be super goofy. Um, <coughs> and it was me. an absolutely huge Kickstarter when it launched. Oh man. One of the, the first top. really big ones. Yeah. Uh, and it also has a number of expansions, which I didn't realize how many it has. We need to get those and write reviews for them, like ASAP. Um, the Imploding Kittens is – there's the Imploding Kittens. I know there's a Not Safe for Work one. Yeah, I no, no, there's Imploding Kittens, but, and there's another one. There's another one. We'll have to know... look at Target. We'll go together okay. sometime. We'll have to do an excursion. Yeah, because um, believe it or not, this is going to sound crazy, but the Exploding Kittens review is actually one of the highest trafficked reviews on EngageFamilyGaming.com. Fun oh, that's fact. a fun fact. Fun fact, everybody. <laughs> um, you know, uh, fun fact, do you want to know what the other highest uh, uh, trafficked review on EngageFamilyGaming.com is? I don't know. Grand what Theft is it? Auto Five. <laughs> Interesting. I wouldn't have predicted that. Um, me either. Uh, granted, it's for the 360, so it's a little old. A little bit. 
I thought about updating it, but I don't. I've never played it. We had someone else do it. Ah. Uh, um, and I don't know that I want to like buy it. You right. know, like I would have to like buy it, and like man, right. that's just it's, a lot of work. It is. I think we're better just playing imploding kittens and going from there. Yeah, we should. We should. That sounds great. All right, so I guess it's my turn. It is. Um. Okay. So, I think we should talk about Tenzi. Okay. So, Tenzi is a dice game. Um, when you buy it, it is four stacks of ten dice in a rectangular-shaped, you know, plastic box, more or mm-hmm. less. The idea is there's a bunch of different games that you're playing with this. Um, but primarily, the idea is... You are rolling your dice simultaneously with your opponents, and the main goal is you are rolling the dice to try and get them all on the same number first. That's like the basic game. You're just rolling the dice mm-hmm. simultaneously, and my goal is to get them all rolled naturally onto the same um, uh, number before my opponent is. Now, that's okay. the basic game. You could also make it so that you have to roll them so that it says one, two, three, four, five, six. Mm-hmm. Right, you can do that. Um, and there's actually a book uh, that uh, is out there that is like 150 ways to play Tenzi or something like that. Um, it's if you go buy Tenzi on Amazon, uh, which I am on Amazon right now, um, it is frequently purchased with. Uh, it's actually cards, so you can shuffle them and deal them out. Um, and it is um, 77 ways to play Tenzi. And it comes with, there's actually a party game set that is six sets of dice um, with 77 card, um, like the add-on with the 77 cards. That is a lot. That is a lot. (laughs) Of dice. That's a a little more costly um, because dice are expensive. I mean, that's just the harsh reality of making games. But um, who doesn't love that feeling of just dropping a million six-sided die? It's true, and honestly, the the basic the basic game with four sets of dice is only fifteen dollars. Yeah, which no. isn't isn't bad at all. Su- oh, I agree completely. Um, I think it's super reasonable. Um, and you're gonna get a lot of fun out of it, especially if you have kids that just love rolling, and messing around with dice. Mm-hmm. If you play Dungeons and Dragons, and your kids are always stealing your dice and messing around with them, just get them Tenzi and say these are <laughs> yours, and then you are raising wizards. There you go. So what else you got for us, Linda? So I have an old favorite that we have played up at camp a bunch, which from Game Right, an old one of theirs, Loot. Okay. And Loot is a pirate-themed game that you are trying to gather. Basically, you're trying to capture ships that are worth different values without um, – you're trying to win win these ships. So you've got your different – points that you're using to try to win the ship and I can try to get the ship in front of you you can try to get mine so it's it's very competitive it's a little more complicated than some of their other games it's um it's for a little bit older pl- game play game um gamers um it's not for the youngest group it's 10 and up so it's a little bit more complicated but you've got the different pirates that you are um putting down to like try to capture the ship so there's by color so there's like the pirates on that have the purple background and blue and green and you're trying to put down the most pirates of that color so that you can win that ship 
and then they've got there's an admiral that can defeat you you've got the captain that if you put that down that basically trumps everything else for that color so it's really a fun game very light it was perfect to play up around the campfire um again a small tin um, we have an old version and it precedes the tin phase and it was actually a small box um, but they've updated the art since then, and now it's in a really nice tin that's perfect for uh, traveling and gifts. So. Yeah. No, I saw the updated uh, box. I really do, and I'm you know, I, I definitely a fan of that. Um, and, you know, this is one of those games, I will say, it is not my favorite. Mm-hmm. I struggled with it a little bit. I mean, I thought I was going to like it, but maybe it's just because I don't like pirates much. I'm it might of... be. It was confusing at first. It took us like two games to really get into it, and then we played it a whole bunch. So it might be that. It. Like, it just was a little like trying to figure out the mechanics and everything. Um, we did struggle a little at first with it, but like I said, once we kind of got worked our way through, we ended up playing it a whole bunch. So, you know, just one of those fun ones. It's a different theme. So if somebody really likes pirates, this might be up their alley. Um, but just know that it, you know, may take a little bit of just figuring out to get, to get rolling with it. Sure. Um, maybe that, that, that might be why I struggled with it, but also I do, I do prefer ninjas. Um, it's true. And I, you know what? Not every game is for every person. Yes. That's why there's so many. That's why you made a list of about 47. It, um, well, almost if I had more time, I might've done that. Yeah. I mean, no, given enough time, you would create a list with infinite things and you would probably design a small game just to put on it. Um, <laughs> Because you like lists. Um, <coughs> so, no, I'm not. So, um, the uh, well, a game that you did not put on here. Um, okay. But th- I but only, one? Well, only because I don't think you ever played it and I don't think you know what it is. And it's okay, speaking that's... of ninjas, it's called Tiny Ninjas. I have heard of it, but I have not played it. And yeah, so they it. sent us a copy of it, and so uh, the boys have been enjoying it. Essentially, it's a you know it's a card combat game with ninjas, very light card combat game. What's really interesting about it is the box that it comes in um, is also the game board for purposes of like travel, uh, so oh, you neat. can use it to like keep track of score and things like that. Um, my my favorite part about it is the art. Like if you have kids that just really think like ninjas are funny. Mm-hmm. This game is absolutely worthwhile. We're going to have a review uh, coming up soon. We unboxed it on the Facebook page. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's just a goofy little ninja game, and it's called Tiny Ninjas. I'm not sure if it's on Amazon yet. Um, I'll look. Let's see. <laughs> but No, this one I've been hearing a little bit of buzz about, but I haven't yet seen it. So Yeah, it's been all over the... Um, I mean, it's been all over, you know, board game geek and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, no, uh, yes, it is. Um, it is available. Um, it is, huh? Okay. So the one that the battle in a box is called a transforming game box. That one's, it's about $30. Um, so that's that one, but the, what's this other one on the Amazon? They have a different version of it that is, oh, okay, all right, okay. So if you want just the cards um, in a compact travel size, you can get it and it's $9. If you want the fancy box, like what they sent us, it's $30. I wow. think the fancy box is pretty rad. However, um, the, the game itself is definitely worth, you know, 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. Easily worth $10. Um, the box is pretty fun, though. 
So if you do a lot it of traveling, like... that makes it playable on a like on a plane. You know, mm-hmm. like if you're doing one of those things where you're flying somewhere, um, that way it'll all kind of stay together in the um, um, like on the tray, you know, mm-hmm. in front of you. Um, that's what they call those. Those are trays, right? Tra- yes, on the airplanes. Yes. Okay, so I I something in my head was like I've got to be I can't be right, but I'm like, but that has to be correct. You're right <laughs> once in a while. It's fine. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Wow. I got to get one zinger in. Yeah, Just you one. get one. one I get one. Episode. I'm done now. I'm All done right. for the next like six months. It's yep. Fine. All right. So what do you uh, – so how about one more? And I think we'll more? call it. Yeah, this will be a light episode, but we're giving people a lot of information. It is a lot. So I'm going to end with a game that was just released by GameRight. It is a roll and write game called Bloom. Um, it is not yet available on Amazon, but you can get it directly from the GameRight website. Uh-huh. Um, and it's only $10.99. So it's a little box. It's one of the little um, flip top boxes. Okay. And it's very cute. It's one we another one we saw from Toy Fair. Yep. And it's where you've got a garden of flowers on your roll and write paper. And you're trying to roll dice and get a certain number of pips of that same color that matches the number of flowers. So, for example, if I roll my dice and the purple dice, the purple die has three showing on it. And in part of my garden, I have three purple flowers. I'm going to want to circle those and claim those in my garden. And you're trying to fill up different sections of your garden and get as many flowers in your garden as possible. And it gets tricky because there's some that are, you know, by itself and only one or two. And some there's a couple that are higher numbers. And the cards are all different. So it's not all the same gardens you're trying to build. So it's just a really fun little roll and write. And like we were saying before, um, when we talked about Toy Fair, roll and writes are definitely very popular right now. And we're Can, seeing a lot more of For them. sake of our less informed um Less in the know. Less informed sounds rude. Less in the know, listeners. What is a roll and write game, Linda? So a roll and write game is where you are rolling dice and you have a card. And as you are rolling your dice, you are making decisions on what to record on your sheet. Mm-hmm. So in the example I gave with the purple flowers, on the card you get, there are many different color flowers in groups. And so if I have a C that on my card, I've got three purple in a group and I happen to roll a three on the purple dice because there's the way this game comes, it comes with five different color dice, a pink, a yellow, orange, purple, white, and blue. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to match. I have to make a decision. I roll. I can only pick one color. So if purple is the best one because the number matches, I can do that. If I roll a five, yellow on the yellow and I can find five flowers together, then maybe I'm going to choose that one. But once I choose it, it is closed. So it's, it's, it's decision-making. And once you make your decision, you write it on your card and that's it. You can't make a change. So it's really, it's, it's a lot of choice and decision-making. The games that I have played that are rolling rights are usually, the rules are very simple, Mm -hmm. but it's a lot of strategy. Yeah. Am I going to take this? Am I going to save this one? Is it time to, re- am I going to record this time? Am I going to pass this time? So there's a lot of decision making each turn, but it's a quick game. It go, you know, you're rolling dice, which is always fun and just going through it. Yeah. I mean, um, a really good example of, I mean, I mean, we got to think about like Yahtzee, right? Yeah. Like that's, 
Rolling rights are, I mean, it's a huge category, like you said, right? So many people are making these. It's crazy. It feels like every day there's a new rolling right. In fact, there is a game on Kickstarter this week. And since you haven't been paying a lot of attention, the game is literally called Roland Wright, like Roland oh. the name, Wright, W R I G H T. Um, and it is a Roland, a Roland Wright. Um, and it is fascinating. Um, just to say, I mean, it's blowing up. I can't wait to play it. Um, <laughs> they're they're fun. They are simple. Everybody loves rolling dice. I think that's the one thing. Like I think that's a universal. Like I've never met a board game player or even a non board game player who hasn't liked just messing with dice. You know, it's true. There's just something about the the sense, the kinesthetic part of it. The you know, the sound, the feel. Mm-hmm. It's just quintessential gaming. Yeah. No. Exactly. Big fan of it. Um. And they are. I. I I was apprehensive of them at first, but now that I started playing them, because I'm weird in that I don't like using the papers that come, that they give us. Right. It's like true. I'm all, I'm like a make my own scoreboard kind of guy. I'll use the app. I want, but these are kind of important. You know, like you got to do it. So it's, I have to lean into discomfort and just start using it. They're just little pads. They are. And they are easy to get new ones of. And I mean, honestly, if you, most people have scanners at this point and you can scan and print more mm-hmm. copies and uh, you might be even able to download more yeah at this point no you're right yeah i mean exactly they're that's what they're doing so um yeah so i mean those are our little games uh those are our recommendations i'm sure linda and i i mean this was an exhaustive list but i'm sure we didn't hit everything <laughs> so here's what i would recommend folks we're going to share this into the engaged family gaming community which you can get to by going to engagedfamilygaming.com slash community and um you know i'd love to hear your suggestions what little games do you have um, or do you think that people should include um, in various things? Um, I mean, the obvious, right? Like we can talk about like putting packs of magic cards or Pokemon cards or Transformers cards in there. Um, we didn't mention that because we wanted to focus on like complete games. Um, but, you know, I'm sure we missed something. So please let us know. Um, so this has been episode 169, Linda. We made it. We did. Um, so we'd like to thank you folks for listening to Engage Your Family Gaming Podcast this week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording. We'll be back next week. Uh, it will be me and Amanda talking about all the wackiness that was GDC, the Game Developers Conference. Um, and yeah, in the meantime, I do have some favors. The first one, um, everyone listening to this show knows someone who needs to hear this show. They may not know it but they do. Um, I'd ask you to do whatever you can. Get this show in front of them. A bigger audience means more opportunities for us to do cool stuff. Um, If you can't do that, that's fine. Leave us a review on whatever podcast service you listen to or leave us a review on our Facebook page of just the website in general. We would absolutely love it. Um, And again, all those things help us grow and bigger audiences, more page views, etc. means we can do more cool stuff. So, um, yeah, this has been episode 169, and this is Steven and Linda. We're signing off this week, um, but don't have yourself a good one. We'll be back. Don't worry. But until then, don't forget to get your family game on. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Engage, a family gaming podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week.